All right, can I get a level check, Donna? Do you worry if you got a morning set? It's gonna... Well, I mean, I'm just saying you don't worry about them. It's in the paper every other week. Yeah. Why, why would that bother me? Yeah. I mean, Ronnie Ho can't write anything else. He got to be out of ink. Hey there. We're back with another episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. If you have a trip to Disney planned in the future, must hear tips from Donna. Just returned from a spring break Disney vacation. My, how things have changed and how the mighty mouse has gotten greedy. Plenty of Disney stories and travel tales coming up this episode. We'll talk to Masters and Tiger and his planner, Vegitis. Is that it? Is that what it's called? Donna, you had it. What's it called? It's not planner, Vegitis? No? Okay, we'll find out what it's called coming up. Because Tiger's got it now. Grab you a snack and get ready. It's go time. This is Cadillac Jack. My stutter app. Let's go. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we discuss things you already talk about with family and friends. Our conversations include current events and pop culture, headlines in the news and trends, and endearing, revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, my second. Take it, Donna. Oh, hello. That's my part. Uh, my name is Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, Okay, do we want to talk about where we've been? I think people are like wondering. We're back from spring break. Yes, and I feel like we kind of left people like hanging. And we should have told people that. People were sad. They were despondent. How many people did you hear from? A lot. I heard from two. Define a lot. Is that is that zero to nine? Is it 10 to 19? Is it over 100? It would be just shy of 100. You heard from just shy of 100 podcast listeners. Yes. And I heard from two. What does that say? Wait, there's something. What I'm is more that? liked. People what? like me. They like me more. Okay. okay. The, the people that reached out to me were more concerned. They were more concerned with my whereabouts. Maybe you often go missing and they they weren't. You're from the people that talked to you weren't as concerned. My people were like, or our people, my people, whoever's people, they were like, is everything okay? Are you okay? Did something happen? Are you in the hospital? Have you been taken hostage? I have to tell you, this is going on a lot with me though right now because I have done two back-to-back vacations. Let's say that again. I've done two back-to-back vacations. Okay, next. And I have, well, you have, you've done vacations too. And also I have been, um, we're opening a new store where I work in Birmingham. We have opened it in Birmingham and Mountain Brook. If you live in Alabama, come visit me. Um, and so where's, all- Where's Mountain Brook? It's, I don't really know. I'm not real good with it. It's Alabama. Birmingham, right? It's, yeah, Vestavia Hills, like right outside of Birmingham. But all of my regular customers are coming in and they are- Fluxumed. They are getting very angry. They're like, okay, you said she was in Park City. And the kids were there like, she was. And they're like, she's at Disney now. And they're like, okay, when is she coming back? Well, she's coming back, but she's in Birmingham opening this new store. And these people are livid because they count on me to survive correctly fit their five pockets. And to survive. And to survive. I think it's fair. And to survive. So anyways, we're so sorry if we left you hanging. We um, had to take a little break because we just could not like transport transponders and digi-doers and roadcasters and all of that including things plenty of people like just plugging a microphone in like a coat closet but i'm all about it if you if you, if you know that technology or I know don't. where to find it where to get it how to plug it up i'm all about it yeah i don't know how to until do. then we got to, we got what we got and you, so. you get what you get and you don't pitch fit 
Okay, so here's what I want to talk about. I was, we're going to talk about Disney in a minute. I was in Disney with um, Charlotte, our youngest, for her spring break. I have not just been on two, well, I've been on two fantastic, they are back-to-back vacations. However, as we've said before, there was no traveling during the pandemic, and I really wanted to do something special with each of our daughters because they had separate spring breaks. Now, Olivia, Charlotte was going to take a friend on this spring break, and the friend was not able to come. So... Olivia was able to come down for three or four days of this spring break as well. So, Olivia is at the University of Tennessee. Correct. So I had done her winter break, or her spring break, in Park City, and then came home, and Charlotte's was literally two weeks later, and we went to Disney, which timing was not ideal, but it was fantastic. And we'll talk about Disney in a minute, but what I do want to say is we are recording today's episode, Tuesday's episode, on Easter. So first of all, Hosanna to the highest, and happy Easter. But what I want to say is, I was at Disney, and they do a parade, you know, for anything. Just, you know, whatever. And so, it's probably 11 o'clock yesterday, on Saturday. And all of a sudden, this parade starts down the street. And it's got little chickens and ducks and the Easter Bunny, Mr. Easter Bunny and Mrs. Easter Bunny. And there's this, it rolls into the second part of the parade, which I think was just like kind of a normal Disney parade. But it had these like, um, like they looked like seesaws, but they were like big saws and they were going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And they had like, um, like Disney princes on them, like on top of, you know what I mean? Like Like Prince Charming. Yes. Going back and forth and all this stuff. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, self, and I'm probably going to get in some trouble here. I'm going to step in some shiat right here. However, like, just like everything else, Easter has been so sanitized to like the Easter Bunny, you know? And, and I get it because at Disney, I know what people are going to say. And and if you've listened to this podcast for any time, like, do you know that I was almost a member of the Jewish faith? So it's not like I'm just like, okay, I got to, you know, just drive Lash down out. drive down that one road with Christianity. But it's like, okay, but, but we also don't take other people's holidays. Follow me here. Like, you know, it's like you can't say Easter, happy Easter, or have anything with Jesus or anything, or have it have any Christianity or religious sentiment because I celebrate um, Passover or whatever. But you get your holiday. Like as Christians, we're you. Jewish people. With with Passover. Yes. And I'm, I'm not picking on Jewish people. I'm just using that as a as a religious example. We're not trying to take Passover from people. I'm not trying to take at Christmas time Diwali from someone or Who's he? Know, that other holiday or whatever. And I'm not trying to be tone deaf. I'm not trying to take anybody else's holidays. But like, would it kill anybody to just have maybe Jesus swinging on the thing? As opposed to Prince Charming. Yeah. In the Disney parade. Correct. Because it's Easter. We all know it's Easter. And they have a huge banner that says, Happy Easter. But they can't do that. They can't have like, you know, Jesus sitting waving on a cross or something because, or Mary or something. You know, like they can't have that because right. it'll offend someone. It'll be a backlash. But my point is, is at what point do, and again, I'm using Christianity as an example, but at what point do we say, hey, but we want our holiday too. Like right. why, why is ours pushed down and whitewashed and sanitized so that you get your holiday? So why can't we say to the Jews, hey, you need to tone down the Passover thing. Right, yeah, right. I, mean, I hate to pick on the Jewish people, but yeah, exactly. Okay, how about the atheist? Don't do that. It offends me. I don't believe in religion. I don't believe in Jesus. He's never done a damn thing for me. I don't believe in God. Okay, fantastic, sir. Crawl back into your hovel, where I'm sure you're very happy and things are going well for you. 
why, why do you why do you get to don't strike at me? But yeah, it's don't pee pee on our parade. Right. You know, literally on our parade. So I just thought about it, and I said to Charlotte, I turned to Charlotte and I said, "Would it kill him to get Jesus up on a swing?" And Olivia's like, "Is that where you want him?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, I'm just saying, if it has to fit into what they're doing already." Right. So can you imagine though? Was it a Magic Kingdom? Yes. Can you imagine as as if they 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 approach the the Cinderella's castle, get ready to make that turn, and suddenly it's only Easter week. You know, yes. they have this in the parade. Is, I bet it was the only two days they pulled this out. I've never been there on Easter. You know, and it's a big cross. Yeah, and Jesus is crucified on the cross. Can you imagine no. carrying that by the uh, okay? What's the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and 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 through Tomorrowland towards the castle? And there, can you imagine the backlash this would receive? I don't know that I would have done that. Yeah, maybe not that. But I mean, that Jesus can swing. He can swing. He can get up there. He's not a swinger, but he can swing. You know what I mean? I mean, he did hang out with prostitutes. He may have been a swinger. I don't Mary know. Magdalene, right? I don't know. But I mean, the whole point is just. I think we've just become the society where it's like, okay, the only way you can talk about Easter is if. Yeah, throw an Easter bunny out there because that's what Easter's all about. It could be said though they've done the same. They, of course, got to be careful here. But but this, the same thing has been done to Christmas. Like and, and more things are open. So what I decided to do today, it, instead of complaining about this, and I'm sorry if you're listening and this is just not coming across right, but you know I have my opinions and you don't have to agree with them. Um, so I decided I was going to spread some gospel everywhere I went. It annoyed the shit out of Charlotte. Let me just tell you because Olivia took another plane ride back to Knoxville. Don't even get me started there. I started a whole thing with you. Again, I've got, I cannot get like flight stuff right, but she got back okay. But so everybody that I saw, I just decided to spread the gospel. There was this surly ass gate agent, and I'm sure she was surly because she's working on Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. And so she is controlling the door. Orlando or Atlanta? Orlando of the Southwest jet. Tells this woman. You flew Southwest. Tells this woman that she doesn't need her to chime in, that she's just complicating things. I mean, was running this line like a pit boss in Vegas. I got up there and I said, happy Easter. How'd that go? She's like, happy Easter to you. And so then I just decided throughout my life for the rest of the day, because I didn't get to church today because I was busy. coming Traveling. Back. Yes. So I decided I was going to spread the gospel. Went through McDonald's on the way back. Don't even know why. I think Charlotte had to have, have to have, just had to have a six-piece nugget. Although we consume so many chicken nuggets, it's just impossible to even keep track. And I told the little guy at the window, happy Easter. But he's working on Easter Sunday. Yeah, I don't care. I know, but he was surly. I think I'm going to start doing it like every day. Just see what people say. They're like, well, Easter was yesterday. Well, you need some Jesus in your life. So right. if I deem that you need Jesus in your life, I'm going to happy Easter you on like a random Wednesday. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to gauge how much Easter I think you need in your life. So for you, I may say happy Easter every day. You Here personally. Too. You personally. Okay. Like depending on how much Jesus I think you need in your life, that's where I'm going to happy Easter you. What's the max amount that you come at somebody with? One once a like day. Once a day. Yeah. So I'm in that category. You if think. you're hearing from me, if you're hearing Happy Easter from me on a daily basis, you need to get right. You need with the Christ Lord. in your life. You need to get right with the Lord. Okay. You need to get right with the Lord. Seven days, right? Seven days. Seven days. You sound surly. It was great. Seven days. It's a lot. It's a lot of Disney. If Olivia had not come down, I'd have spent two of those days at the pool or the outlets. I mean, they have some amazing outlets, Orlando. But yes, seven days. The original crew got a little switched up here. We ended up like, like I said, it was supposed to be me, you, Charlotte, and her friend. You had to work because you're training for your new job, which we want to hear about. And Anna had some equestrian events, so she couldn't come. So it ends up being me and Charlotte. And then Olivia joined us on the back end. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I will just tell you this. If you are planning a trip to Disney, call me. I'm not even going to charge you. I was thinking about running a class. 
Charles, like a master class. Charlotte said I need to do a Zoom and just charge people $25, but just work on mass. You know, if I could get 25 people paying $25 and I got me a little, you know, what's that called? A pyramid scheme? Right, right. But it's not a scheme because I'm going to give you real no, information. And, and get a little slush fund. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Uh, we have not been to Disney and probably, I was trying to think about it. Eight. We went, we, wait, we went and stayed at the Waldorf. We didn't stay on property. We stayed at that nice Waldorf Astoria. Yeah, yeah. Took car service to the park every day. Okay. And it was at right. Christmas. It was nice. It was, it was oh, a, very nice. Because here's the thing. This is the first thing I want to tell you about Disney. I get it. People stay for a very long time. Sometimes 10 or more years, My someone told did. me. My mom yes. did. And so if you're going to go, you just have to go. If you're going to go and complain about how much the cheeseburgers are and what your kids are spending, you're really, it's not going to be a good time. That was not the place to go. No, because everything's so expensive. However, it has changed a lot since you and I were there. The last time we were there, you know, they had the fast passes and you can do all that stuff. If you have been to Disney or you're planning a trip to Disney, everything works on an app now. And there, I have a love-hate relationship with this app, but I could teach class on this. And the guy who drove our little Magic Mini Lift, which they have Magic Mini Lift things now, with little bows on them. Um, he said that he had to take a six-hour class to learn how to use this app. And I said, listen, I have boiled this down in one day. The first day was not good. By day two, I was running this thing like it was my you-know-what. So I had this, like, this app down. And here's the thing about the app. There's two things at Disney now, and people are raising hell because they're saying it's very undisney like Basically, you buy your ticket at Disney, just like you always did. You aren't you if you there is no fast pass system. So if you want to access like so the machines are gone. The fast gone. pass machines in front they of the rides. They're gone. They're yeah. gone. If you want to schedule your day and get on rides and so forth, then you have to purchase separate from your ticket. And hear me out. Every single day you're there. You can't purchase it for the whole week. So you have to go on at midnight. Yes. The 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 day of. The night before. Right. And purchase what's called Genie Plus. What's that run? $35 a person. A day per person. Per person a day. And you have to do this. You don't have to. So this would replace the Fast Pass. Correct. If you just want to the go. The Fast Pass is free. Yeah. If you want to just go and see how it's going to go. But what people don't understand is, and I had to keep, I, was te- I basically was teaching a class. Everybody by the Astro Orbiter all week. I would just meet people by the Astro Orbiter and tell them these things for free. And I mean, I started to get a crowd. I'm not kidding you. Right, right. So like, there's the Disney woman. I swear. Yeah. So... The thing about it is you can't make that decision, and that's what people do once you get into the park. You can't be like, hmm, if it's not crowded today, then we'll buy the Disney Genie Plus because guess what? They're sold out. They're sold out. Okay? That's number one. Number two, you people would show up in the park, and they'd say, we're going to decide what we're going to put into our Disney or Genie Plus when we get to the park. Because guess what? We get there. They're gone. Right. So basically, you have to get up every morning, okay? That's, somebody does. Who's going to run this app? 7 a.m., and you basically plan your whole day. Your whole day. Now, you can also do some stuff on the fly, but you won't be able to do it. Like, by 7 o'clock, I knew exactly what we were doing in the park pretty much the whole day, which there's good and bad, too. I think there's, yes, I think there's both. Yes. However, you can also, they've come up with another thing called a virtual queue. And so... You can try at 7 a.m., same thing, to get into the virtual queue to ride three of the biggest rides, which is Guardians of the Galaxy, the Neutron roller coaster, which happened to open this week that we were there, okay? And we did ride. And I forget what, oh, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Mine Train, yeah. Okay. You can try to get into a virtual queue for those. You'll never get in. I never got in one. They were like, oops, all the virtual queues are gone. But if you would like to, what? 
purchase. Purchase a Genie Plus. No, nope. nope. this nope. is separate from Genie Plus. Insta, Insta, Insta Pass. If you would like to ride on this ride, you can buy your way onto the ride. Okay, I'm in. Click per day. Yep. I think I probably spent, you don't even want to hear this, probably three to $400 on Guardians of Galaxy over the week. It was such a great, amazing ride. So it was 30, and the prices are different between rides. It was $35 per person. That's a lot. That could be a lot of money. That's like uh, like uh, uh, add-ons, upsells. Yeah, um, especially when you've already paid, like people have paid three, four, five hundred $500 for hopper tickets. I mean, they're expensive. So it's getting a lot of blowback from people because they feel like it's very un-Disney-like that, you know, you shouldn't be paying extra, you know, for all of this stuff. And you, you're never going to get in these queues. So you end up, if you want to ride something, you end up paying for it. And, you know, you can justify it, I guess, by the fact that if you're only going to be there for a certain amount of days, if you don't get to ride everything, you know, then it, when your kids get older, you know, when they're younger and they're those little babies and, you know, we took our kids all the time. And because as we've talked about, we were owned by Disney and, you know, it's not as bad because they don't know what they're missing out on. But if there's only three or four rides that your older kids want to ride, you're going to pay to get it done, to get on those rides. And it's hot. You don't have to stand out, you know, in the heat all day. I mean, because some of the standby lines were like, I can't even describe it, you know, chew. And it, it was spring break, but it wasn't as crowded as I thought it'd be. But I mean, standby rides, I mean, standby lines could be 230 minutes or, I mean, just a long time. But you can push through by paying cash. By paying cash for it. But again, you have to do that every single day. And so making a reservation in the park. You have to have a reservation for the park that you want to go to. You can't just show up willy-nilly at any park. And so you can only schedule your rides for that park. And then if you have a hopper pass at two o'clock, you can start scheduling the other parks. But what I want to tell you here is I met a woman at our hotel at the pool. I would hate to be her. Like, this is like you, like, you know, when you're like the wife or the husband, it can go either way. And you realize you get to the airport and like your passports are expired you don't realize it until you get there. She booked the entire Disney trip. And I know this because when I booked that, this happens. When I booked mine, they said, you need to go and book your reservations for the park right now. And I'm like, how far out was this? Probably a month or two. And so I'm like, okay, yes, yes, yes. And they're like, we cannot stress this enough. And I said, you probably did because you're diligent. I said, but can you book them for me? And they said, no, you have to book them because they're tied. It's this whole thing where it's tied to your tickets and everything. And I said, well, how should I book that? And the woman on the phone gave me great advice. She said, you know, listen, book Epcot or Magic Kingdom every other day because those are the main parts. And then at two o'clock, you can bounce over to Animal Kingdom or the Studio Park or whatever. But, you know, you want to book these two. So I meet this woman at the at the pool and I'm, well, she starts talking to me or whatever. And she said, you know, here on spring break. Yes, 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 yes. She had booked her entire vacation, forgot to book her reservations and could not get into a single park. She was there for five days with her family and could not get into a single park. So she was staying at Disney and going to Universal. It's it's just a lot. And I'm telling you, they don't do a great job of explaining it to people. And so what I did see throughout the park the entire week were just tons and tons of customer service people and people complaining. And it was the same complaint all the time. Listen, I've been saving for X number of years to come to this park to bring my kids. I paid all this money to get in and I've been able to do one thing. Well, and the people that are working the parks in that role as a CSR, we'll call it, you know, customer service rep representing Disney, I bet they've been through training like you cannot imagine. Sensitivity training, 
um, emotional stuff because you're you're going to get it. You're going to you're going to get an earful no. all freaking day. And, and that's the thing about Disney. It's literally like watching a reality show unveil in front of you. You know, when you have older kids, it's so interesting to go um, because I've been there and you've been there. We've been those parents with. You know, three uh, Charlotte and them were amazed. They're like, Mom, I cannot believe that you guys came here and y'all had three of us and two of us in strollers. If you remember, we would always get the double stroller right. because Disney gave us free strollers when we worked for Disney. And I was joking with Olivia. She would put her popcorn box in the middle of the stroller and Charlotte could not step one foot yeah. over that. And like this person got their um, their stroller caught in the railroad track. That happened to me. I think if you remember, and Charlotte flipped out of the stroller. Like the stuff you think back on and remember, but it's like high anxiety at Disney because it's not like going to Six Flags for the day. There's anything wrong with Six Flags. But the amount of money and just heart power, because you're also bringing all those emotions you had as a child. You know, like, did you get to go to Disney? Did you have a good time when you went with your parents to Disney? Did you ride the, you know, you're, you can hear these parents all the time on the monorail. Oh, there's the castle. And, you know, when the kids don't give a shit, they're like, you get offended. Oh, my God. Because the mom has booked everything. And right. I'm telling you, they're going to have a good time if it's like, you know. So it, it was really nice if you get a chance to go back with your older kids. It was super great to go back with the girls older because it was just easy breezy. I ate so much food, though. But I cannot tell you. I could not get in my pants the other night. Like, Well, you look great, though. Thank you. But, I mean, I ate and I ate and I ate. I would eat churros. At 10 o'clock, and then just decide at 11.15, I needed like a chili cheese dog from Casey's Corner. And then I'm like, popcorn. I think I'll have some popcorn. Yeah, I'll have some popcorn. I think I'm going to have a um, candy-coated apple with it. I mean, it is just like an assault on you for like food. It, and it's well, incredible. And yeah. And the, the the Star Wars stuff over in the studios, you know. And I got to tell you this. You know, I talk about my vertigo all the time. I did not get sick on one of the – I rode every single ride there was to ride at Disney. I'm not kidding you. Everything. And I did not get sick one time. And before I rode the Avatar ride over, at, um, which is really incredible, let me just tell you what I ate. And Charlotte was like, that is the worst decision you've ever made. I ate a pineapple cream cheese egg roll, which if what? I'm going to get this recipe. It was incredible. It had no protein in it. It was just cre pineapple cream cheese wrapped in like an egg roll. I had three of them. Three of them. They were $4. I think they were like $4.89 per egg roll. I'll, I'll, I'll take three. $12 in egg rolls. And then I had, you ready for this? I had a boba tea. You don't even know what that is, do you? It's in a bottle, glass bottle. No, it's like in a glass. It has a little boba, the little jelly things, the boba jelly things on top. Yeah. And it was spiced with rum. I mean, and that's the other thing. I drank my way through Disney, too. I got to be honest with you. Really? Oh, my God. I mean, I wasn't drunk, but I mean, I would have one or two drinks a day. Yeah. Because there's that's a whole nother thing. They're like, do you want a um, pineapple upside down twister? It's like, sure. And then I'd get on these rides, and I just was like, this is nuts. Old me would have thrown up. I think my vertigo is gone. I mean, I can't 100% say that, but did maybe. They, did they try to upsell you with the uh, what's the, the, the shot you put in your? The floater. The floater. Like, I, what's Disney's version of the floater? No, but I'll tell you, the hottest spot is this thing called Ogus Cantina. And it's like a takeoff on that little, um, you know, in Star Wars, that little weird yeah, yeah, little yeah. alien woman yeah. that runs it. Okay. That's where everybody hangs out. Like all the adults hang out. It's like the back nine at like a golf course or something. Like every dad is there, like drinking. Air conditioned. Oh my God. Yes. And I mean, they've got some TV with like the, the they had the masters on. Like, you know, everything's like, it's crazy. That's where you, if you are looking for your husband, he's at Ogus. I guarantee you.
Today, all of Augusta's legendary records are in danger as 21-year-old Tiger Woods is poised to make history in the final round of the Masters. Wow, gives me a chills to hear that. The 97 intro from CBS Sports to the Masters. So sad to watch Tiger Woods uh, just, man, hurting and and struggling to walk on the greens at uh, Masters in Augusta, Georgia this past weekend. He he pulled out Sunday morning. It was early. They had a full day Sunday after the weather kind of shut things down Saturday afternoon. Yeah, talk about that. So I heard that. I was, like I said, I was down at Disney and I just saw in the news like two trees fell and I texted you and you were saying it had nothing to do with weather or anything. It was just this random thing. It was wind. It wasn't like thunderstorms or anything like that. It was just a, a rogue burst of of wind. But of all days, of all places, that could have happened. This, I think it was 17th at the Masters in Augusta. And uh, tell you what, the next day though, you'd never know it. That was beautiful. They had a move, had gone, the trees were gone. Yeah, he was Burnt limping. Up. He was limping. Um, and you know what's so crazy? This was like, he's had this injury before and he had to withdraw from another thing. It was it was like this thing called the Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas. But do you know what he had? Oh, as an illness? Plantar fasciitis. Fasciitis. Vagitis. Uh, plantar vagitis. No. The thing you had. I didn't have. Your okay. vagitis had the plantar. Okay, let me tell you something. Stop putting that out there. I had no plantar vagitis. My vagitis is fine. I had plantar fasciitis. Ah, that's it, my bad. Yes. And it just shows you that, you know, here I am, like I'm a competitor. Take anybody out. Like Tiger. Yeah. Here's what I find fascinating. So, you know, we've talked about before in the episodes, this these live players and stuff. And, you know, there was all this talk. Like, because, you know, so the live golf players are the ones who went over and got the big paychecks, you know, from basically the Saudi Arabia money and all that stuff with Phil Mickelson, who ended up playing great. He held on to the end, this old dude. So, I mean, he's rejuvenated with this. But um, he, had, he had vaginas rejuvenation. No, he didn't. But sort of. But Brooks Koka, I mean, the people who were playing the best, most of them were live players. They really were. Because I think they've kind of got this like cool swagger to them where they don't care anymore. They're like, you know what? We're getting paid no matter what. And and I think they're looking at the other golf guys and they're like, and we're at the Masters, dude. Because the whole deal about this was they were going to decide whether if these players went over to this other organization, were they going to get to play in any tournaments? And the master said, yes, they can, which is very interesting. So at some point, if this continues, everybody's just going to head over there. There's not going to be like a PGA or whatever. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why wouldn't you get paid? And then come money? back and play big tournaments. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, fascinating thing about the Masters is if you've ever had a friend to go or anyone, you, you know what the first thing you're like, go to the merch tent. Will you please, or go to the merch, it's not a tent, but go and get me merchandise because you can only get master's merchandise at the master's, okay? And if you know anything about the master's, the food is incredibly cheap. Like a pimento cheese sandwich is like $3. A beer is $5. I mean, it's it's crazy how cheap it is. But master's stuff, the merchandise is not cheap. And so the um, I found out from someone that they do, are you ready for this? $850,000 a day. In what? Merch sales. Which over the week is $50 million for the whole week. And like t-shirts and oh, no, edible it's, panties. It's much more than that. There's no edible panties at the Masters. It's like hats, belts, polos. I mean, it is at like rope hats, certain types of hats, this kind of hat. I mean, there's hats everywhere. It is big time stuff. I mean, I work in a men's store. We do a ton of licensing and we can't sell like officially. Nobody can. You can't sell master's licensed stuff. You could sell a green shirt, but you can't sell a master's shirt. So I, I found that fascinating. $850,000. And a chicken salad sandwich is only $3. 
Can you imagine you've like pulled your chair up and you got your $3 sandwich and you spent God knows how much in the merchandise. And you're like, Jim, I think this is a good place for us to plop down our seats. And imagine if Jim's like, I'd really rather not sit over here because there's a lot of snakes over here in the woods. I'd rather sit above the pine trees, yeah. below the pine trees. And you're like, it's, 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 sit down and eat your sandwich. Yeah, sit down and eat your sandwich. And then that damn tree falls. Falls. Crash. From sunrise to sunset. Ron wins the Masters Marathon. My second act podcast is free. Thanks to partnership and sponsorship from great folks like Fayetteville Ford, FayettevilleFordGA.com, Brightmore Healthcare, Awesome Alpharetta, where you can win a cuisine and cultural arts getaway to Awesome Alpharetta, valued at about 600 bucks, Donna. Visit the Alpharetta Welcome Center. Make sure you tell everybody we said hi. Please. Between uh, or uh, through May 31st to enter in person, one entry per person, a getaway package for one lucky winner includes... Uh, two-night weekend stay, the Air, uh, Atlanta Marriott Alpharetta, $100 gift, uh, $100 gift card to Taffer's Tavern, $100 gift card to Painting with a Twist, and a $50 gift card to Williams Sonoma. Dang. Alpharetta Welcome Center is where you should head, awesomealpharetta.com. Gallery Furniture Gainesville. They're selling furniture up there, Donna, just truckloads and truckloads every week arriving, new stuff. You can get your uh, traditional sectional. And if you, you look at it and you think, wow, I love the sectional. It's comfortable. It's got the, uh, the USB plugs, got the chargers you can plug in there. So it's got the, uh, you can lean back, lean back. You can, you can put your feet out, feet out. Uh, but that's a lot of tan. That's a lot of brown. Get you a, a, a pop piece from Gallery Furniture. Uh, you know, something just outlandish and crazy. Like you got a tan sectional. Get you a purple hairy chair is yeah. what we call them. Well, and, and I've also seen if you follow them on um, their socials on Instagram, it's Ask for Wolfman Furniture. They have this new line called Lux um, Living, and you can create your own chair. Like, I mean, the chair, the bones are there for the chair, but you can create which fabric you want. You know how a lot of times in the past, I think people have thought of gallery as like, you get what you get. You go up there and, they, you know, they have that. That is not true at all. They had this new collection allows you, just like at other furniture stores, to go up and pick the fabric you want, the style. Do you want like more of a velvet, a chenille? Do you want, you know, more of a, fa a, a fabric that, you know, you can clean and, and that type of thing, more of a, you know, for pets or whatever. So you basically pick out the bones of your sofa and your chair and everything. And then just like other high-end stores, they're going to charge you a fortune for that consulting fee and everything. You go in there, Don and them will help you. And you can pick out the colors, the fabric, everything that you want. And it's a new line called Lux Living that they're working with. 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville, the same location that they've been at for over 40 years, a locally owned small business. Ask for the Wolfman, ask for Donna, Gallery Furniture, Gainesville. Donna, you're adding Jelly Roll to this week's uh, Hype Song playlist on Spotify for this episode. Yeah, I love this song, Favor. You, I kept saying, you need to listen to the song. I did you listen, listen to it when you asked me to. What do you think about it? I, I think it's, it's a good song. I love it. I don't like him. Okay, why? I just, I, I, it's not him as as a person. I don't know. I just, I, when when Son of a Sinner yeah. came out, I just, I didn't like the song. Or, yeah. I didn't like the song. This Favor, what, what, what do you, what's... What attracts you to the song? I don't know. I just think it's got a great, like, it's just got, it's just catchy. It's got a great beat. I mean, it's just good. 
Um, and so it basically tells the story of a man and he's like on the verge, he's losing like the love of his life. And so he, he has not like been like we were talking about earlier. He, he needed me to like happy Easter him, you know, a lot. So basically he only talks to God. The whole concept is when he needs a favor and he really needs a favor. He needs this girl back in his life. So I just love it. I love the whole concept of it. I think it's so good. Like I only talk to God when I need a favor, but God, I need a favor. Don't you love that? What you got? From Private Dancer. I think we, I swear to God, I think we've added this before, but go ahead. 1984. You better be good to me. Well, I think we have it. I, I love Tina. We, we've definitely added some. I think we had a private answer. Your Maybe dancer so. for money. Well, it's from that album. Yes. Where were you in 1984? I was nine years old, living in, uh, what? This is so wrong. I was graduating from high school. Um, that little Hyde knew what he was doing at nine years old. He knew what he wanted to do at nine years old. Okay. He, probably, get, he couldn't get it to do it. I'm just saying, at nine years old, you know. I was in my closet. Okay. Listen, I was doing a radio station. I had a radio station in my closet when I was a kid. I never told you that? No. I had a fake radio station, and I would create T-shirts. You did tell me to create a t-shirt, but you I never would, told me it was in your closet. Yeah, I, well, it was. I had an ashtray in there, smoke in there and everything. What? You when were nine, nine years old. Hey, yeah, it was, uh, listen, Little Hyde had a, a rough upbringing. Little Hyde did not have that rough of an upbringing where he's smoking pomals in the closet. Well, pomals are mama's kints. Kin in kins. the closet. Yes. And I had a radio station set up in there. And I had a logo and a, and a, and a like, what, what, what looked like a microphone. Did you have a light? Like an on-air light? Just yeah. a light in general. In, in the, the closet. closet? Sure I did. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... I would randomly select phone numbers out of the yellow page or out of the white pages. Stop it. Out of the phone book, and I would call a random number, and I'd ask him what radio station is number one for music and fun. No, what would they say? They, would, they had no clue because this radio station didn't exist. And I'd be like, did you say 97XRL? Is that like, your call? Yeah. I don't know what it was, but they'd be like, yeah, that's what I said. You get a free T-shirt. And so I'd create T-shirts using a Sharpie marker, a black Sharpie marker, and uh, like Hanes T-shirts, and I'd mail them out to people. Are you serious yeah. right now? I love that. Yeah. I used to have the uh, bulletin board, the cork board. It had the logo for the radio station on Okay, that makes me love a little hot even more. Okay. Is that possible? I don't know. Yeah. So that's, uh, how did we get to that? Tina Turner? Yeah, 84. Mm -hmm. 84, that's what I was doing. I was in the closet playing radio in 1984. Okay. Next episode, that'd be Thursday. We promise we'll be here Thursday, April 13th. Conversation about Taylor Swift. Yes. And she and Joe been dating for eight years. He's an actor, lives in England. Taylor's on tour, her big Eras World tour. And uh, People Magazine had the story this week that they have uh, split. We don't know a lot about him, do we? No, I think that that's the way that they wanted it. I do too. You know, somebody did a big report in the past year about stars, celebrities, and their, their, their carbon footprints private jets. Taylor was the most offensive. Mm. Or what would the word be? She was the most... Offender. Uh, she was an offender. She was the biggest offender of... Wasting carbon. Good oxygen. I don't know. No, bad oxygen, right? Okay, that. But but because she, she flew back and forth. From yeah. New York, London, New York. I mean, London, that plane yeah. just went, I mean, just stayed in the air all the time. And Taylor's people, her rep said, but wait a minute. She also leases the plane to other people. 
And my question is, that just to people that know people in London? Yeah, yeah. Because that's the only place that she went. And honestly, it doesn't really matter because... Is your plane. The plane's still going. The plane, plane. Yeah. Do you I think, don't, I don't know. Do you think there's truth to the fact they've broken up? Um, I do. Really? Yeah, I do because of what we're going to talk about on Thursday, the concert stuff. Yeah. And that's the set list. Yeah. And some changes Taylor made very recently, is in two weeks ago. Yeah, she's savvy. To the set list. She doesn't just do that on the fly. For the Eras World Tour. That conversation next episode, Cadillac Jack, my second act. Uh, yesterday, I was rolling through downtown Alpharetta. Farmer's Market packed. I know. With people getting fresh produce and jellies and jams and things for Best weather. Easter dinner and uh, for Easter lunch and Easter brunch, which uh, we're getting ready to have. We need to hurry up, I guess, for this episode because we got to, we got a reservation we got to hit. But a lot of people have, uh, you know, host family. I know. For Easter. Did not secure the bag this year. with Lunch, brunch, and dinner. Yeah. People at Alfred Farmer's Market just getting fresh produce and beautiful flowers and jams and jellies to uh, celebrate Easter with. And it's a big part of the Alfreda community, the Alfreda Farmer's Market. Absolutely. It is one of the biggest parts of the Alfreda community. And that's what we love about our community so much is that it is, first and foremost, a community. And, you know, you're going to see people with strollers down there. Kids kids are always, every time I'm driving through there, there's tons of, like, young families with kids out on the green. And they're drinking those Chiringa, Frosés, which those will get you in trouble. Not in a good way, not in a bad way. Um, but you know why people are there? Because it's just so easy and it's free parking. It's not like you have to come somewhere and pay a ton just to get out and have your kids kind of run around. You can shop out there. There are so many stores down there on the, the green. There's so many restaurants. I am so, so, so proud and amazed at all of the chefs and the restaurants that we have now in Alpharetta. You do not have to drive anywhere to get great food. Um, great shopping, retail. Great shopping. So many districts of shopping. Entertainment. Yes, always something. Fairway good. Social in Alpharetta had a big uh, big event going on for the Masters this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Including the, uh, the the big finish today. And that's so much fun just to go there with a group of people and hang out and play uh, play those simulators and all that good stuff. Alpharetta Farmer's Market, part of our community. Uh, we don't have room for you to move here. Okay, we're well, say, now that's not true. Well, but we're going to say that because we're, 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 there's no room at the end. We love Alpharetta and, and it's capped. You can get on the waiting list if you want to move up here. Come and visit anytime. Yeah, if someone's leaving, you, you can, can come, come. You can apply. You can apply. You yeah. can apply to come in and, and be part of the Awesome Alpharetta community. Yes. Play a while. Stay a while. Find your awesome, awesomealpharetta.com. And that's where we are. And Awesome Alpharetta, 30 miles north of downtown Atlanta. The Cadillac Check My Second Night podcast is free. That's our intent to keep it that way. Instead of a monthly cost or, you know, to charge your, your card every month for, for however much that might be. Uh, it's our hope that in in exchange for the podcast being free, you take the time to write a review for the podcast. That's how we grow with a podcast discovery. The podcast remains free because of your reviews and five star reviews. If you, anything less, just don't bother. Right, Donna? Is that way? Well, let's not do, come on now. Just maybe keep it in your inside voice. Right, right. Yeah. Or just you know, if you need to hit two stars, hit two stars and then take it back. It's yeah. kind of like when you tap out a text and you, you delete it, you back it out, yes. and you feel better. Just pretend. I can't pretend imagine. you hit two. I can't imagine anyone thinking, though, that this podcast deserves a two. I don't know, yeah. Anything less than a five is unacceptable. Pod remains free because of the generous support of uh, our partners like T-Mobile. Internet freedom. Free yourself from internet BS, reliable internet for 50 bucks a month. T-Mobile.com. Sky is a pot peep and uh, has been a big supporter of this podcast and the Uncorked Concert Series. During the pandemic. Love her. She came out to many shows. Yes. I love someone with Sky. I love a Sky that's not just S-K-Y. She's S-K-Y-E. That means she's special. In a good way. Guy reached out. On the voicemail text line, you can do the same. 
6024. Uh, Sky was asking recently about the cost out of pocket for Morgan Wallen to throw the album release free concert at Bridgestone Arena in downtown Nashville about a month ago. And what Morgan's out of pocket cost would be for that. And I guess we acknowledged Sky and her, you know, her question or ask in a recent episode, but we didn't get the answer because she wrote, did you find out the cost? You read our text exchange on the podcast, but I don't think you gave an answer. Donna saw squirrel. and started talking about Taylor Swift. I say that with love because I love Donna. She cracks me up sky. I mean, highly possible. I, I'm, I so apologize. I get going down these like rabbit trails and just, it's not a good situation. Yeah, I have no idea what he paid. Well, but here's what I probably, we can say is he paid it. You know what I mean? Like sure he picked did. up the whole tab and they were like, whatever it costs is what it costs. You know? Well, think about rental for a place like Bridgestone Arena. Yeah. It's going to be tens of thousands of dollars, you would think, yeah. right? On top of that, as we, I think we discussed. You know, Hundreds of thousands of dollars, I think. I don't know. We don't know. We'll never Yeah. Because they're not going to tell you. I thought about calling. Yeah. I said, hey, I want to rent. I'm with Ringling Brothers, Barnum & Bailey Circus. I want to rent the arena. What's that cost? They're going to be like. Uh, well, what do you need? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to send you some paperwork to fill out. Yeah. Well, you got, like you said, you've got security, you've got back rooms, Police, you've got safety, all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Concession people, ushers, parking people. So we're going to go with. Uh, Gazillions. Uh, Five million dollars. There we go. Five million was uh, our, our estimated cost with no uh, notes, backup, or yep. math of any kind. Correct. Sky, appreciate your support of the podcast. Audio for this episode of Cadillac Check, my second act from CBS Sports and the PGA, Tina Turner and EMI Music and Jelly Roll and BBR Music Group, Nashville. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen at the Appen Podcast Network, production assistance from Steve Mitchell, and Dingo Studios in Atlanta. That's Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act part of the Appen Podcast Network. 